0: Yes, that's right, Astrid Narkin.
1: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.
0: The TV chef and the mindful eating coach is uh, back with me and she has brought gifts. She has come bearing gifts. What do we have?
1: We have rhubarb. It is rhubarb season. This is like a, a study of rhubarb, a symphony of rhubarb today. We've got rhubarb everything.
0: Yeah, there's absolutely a whole heap of it here. Uh, a lot of it I would describe as desserts, but is rhubarb a fruit or a vegetable?
1: Haha, there you go. It is a vegetable. It's technically not a fruit. Um, it's considered a, a leafy stalk along with kind of celery, fennel, that kind of family. It's not a fruit because it doesn't have seeds that are used in its reproductive system. So technically it's a vegetable. But okay. we have become so conditioned to use it as a a fruit. We primarily use it in desserts like we have today. Um, but you can use it in, in kind of savoury as well. So it's it's one of those ones, I suppose, we start to see it now. It's appearing in the supermarkets. If you've any little bit of a kind of a vegetable patch at home, it'll start to grow. So from about April to June is the season for rhubarb.
0: You can get it out of that though. You can force it, isn't it? You
1: can force it, yeah. So forced rhubarb is what you get in the supermarket in the middle of winter. So this is where they take the... So the crown is kind of this kind of gnarly brown base that you see if you have a rhubarb plant and you can take that transfer it into like a greenhouse Mm. cover it over with something like hay or straw and basically what happens is the plant is trying to get your sunlight so it forces all of the little stalks to pop up and then that's forced rhubarb Um, or in my case I inherited a rhubarb plant so when we bought our house we moved in and mature gardens lovely kind of vegetable patch at the back and there's this one rhubarb plant that sits there. And every year, come autumn, winter, I think, oh my God, it's dying. What did I do? I'm after killing it. I'm after killing it. And then miraculously, this time of year, You don't have
0: pop, to do pop, anything. Pop. I know there's people who say, oh, cover it and do this, that and the other. If you just leave it. Well, my uncle beside us is uh, rhubarb and... It's uh like it's it just it's kind of like Japanese knotweed, I've said before. It just you know totally. what I mean? It'll just it'll just keep going. You leave it has a mind of its own.
1: Hundred percent that's why I love it. Because you don't have to look after it. It just keeps coming back. So it's an ideal one for uh for people like you and I who mightn't have the greenest of fingers. What's in it?
0: I mean what what's the kind of the the I was gonna say the nutritional value or the chemical composition, whatever. Yeah,
1: so it's in terms of I suppose like it is it's sugar, I suppose in you've got your fructose, you've got your sucrose, you've got all of that, so you've got your natural sugars in there which is your, kind of like your carbohydrates um, you have something called oxalic acid so this is kind of the main one so when we eat fruits things like um, lemons, oranges grapefruits we've got citric acid and then we've got other fruits like apples that have things called malic acid in it they give us that tang you know it's when you bite into it it's that oh it hits me at the back of the mouth mm. kind of you know sour tang which we enjoy as humans we like that flavour Um Rhubarb has oxalic acid, which is not specific to it, but it's the main one that comes in it. Okay. That's what gives it this big, big tang. Like my cousins years ago used to eat stalks of rhubarb raw, dipped in sugar, and like it would—it's like you know, sour. It would make the backs of your mouth just tingle. Um, and I suppose that's what rhubarb does. That's the oxalic acid that's in it. Um, the way we've come to kind of condition that, I suppose, is copious amounts of sugar. Yeah, lots of sugar, sugar on it. Yeah, exactly. Presto. So you do have things like vitamin C, vitamin K. Um, you've got magnesium, manganese, potassium. You've got all of these good nutrients in there. Um, I suppose the thing to be wary of is, again, if you're lumping loads of sugar on it, you're kind of like, you ah, know, I balancing know it that. out a little bit. The other thing that it has is um, anthocyanins. So these are um it basically it's what gives it its colour. So the greater, the darker the colour, things like blueberries, blackberries, um, overgenes, all of those purple kind of pinky colour fruits, they all have high levels of anthocyanins and these are kind of the ones that combat your free radicals. So they're your anti-inflammatory compounds and your properties. So there is health benefits to having it. Is it
0: it easy to, uh, because before, I really want to start uh, tasting some food here, but um, before we do, uh, is there a trick to harvesting it or storing it or... kind of getting it ready prepping it
1: yeah there's a couple of things i suppose when you um you, you harvest it don't ever cut it you kind of pull from the base twist and it just snaps it naturally just snaps okay. and that's kind of the way you take it um and a lot of people, this is what happens, you'll have the neighbours who'll come in and they'll drop in a, a bunch of rhubarb and mm. a second bunch and it's sitting there going, what am I going to do with this? So from a s- seasonal point of view, from a sustainable point of view, you can freeze your rhubarb. So chop it up, and um, you can blanch it one or two minutes in boiling water, take it out, lay it flat on a tray, freeze it flat and then transfer it into a freezer bag So, you've got it for the rest of the year. Crumbles, pies, tarts, smoothies, okay. anything like that. Or my absolute favourite, which is... Um, a rhubarb simple syrup. So it's like a cordial and I have it here in our cocktail. So this okay. is my absolute favourite. A lot of times if we see, so what I have is I have a cocktail for you first. We're going right. to start with That's the cocktail. Famous. Is that alright? Yeah. So I'm actually going to give this a little shake up. Okay. Um In here I have the rhubarb simple syrup. So this is about 250 grams of rhubarb, 250 grams of sugar and 250 mils of water. Right? So that makes your Rhubarb simple syrup. One of the nicest things. I actually have a little bottle of it for you to take home oh, as well. Oh, lovely. it is delicious. Mix it with a little bit of tonic water, sparkling water, just as like a non-alcoholic drink and it's mm. beautiful. So what we're making today is a rhubarb and ginger gin sour. All right. Okay, nice. So in here I have that beautiful um, rhubarb syrup. Oh, nice. Into that I have lime juice. Mm-hmm. I have the gin. And it's a gin and ginger. It's a rhubarb and ginger gin. Oh, right specific, okay, yeah. gone in there, and into that then we are going to pop some ice. And um, so what I had in first was an egg white. Okay, so I shook the egg white first. Yeah, all the ice is going in, and that basically is what gives you your sour. So that's what gives it. You know when you go to a really fancy cocktail bar and you've got this beautiful kind of white head yeah. on a cocktail. So it's the egg white that gives that. So you dry shake first, and then you put your ice in next, and that's when you shake.
0: Oh right, okay. So
1: we always have whiskey sours. So this yeah. is kind of a take on a whiskey sour. You've got your ginger, but instead of the whiskey, you have your rhubarb and then you pour it into your glass and it kind of settles with this beautiful head and spices like ginger cardamom um, coriander all of those spices go really really lovely with your cocktail we're going to garnish it with a little bit of edible flour on top and a little bit of lavender, just for oh, full effect. This. Yeah, I mean it's it's lovely. It's really really special. So this you is, have a taste this of that. This is very
0: Instagrammable.
1: It is, isn't it?
0: Yes. Oh, it is. There, there really is. There's a little. Uh, it's kind of pink with a little head on it. Oh, it's absolutely
1: very elegant, very sophisticated, very spring like. Very delicious, isn't it? Very delicious. delicious very Morris. Mm. Really, really nice. And I've made it with the whiskey as well. Um, I love it with that though. That's like I said. It's a rhubarb and ginger gin specifically to get the flavour it's really nice so that's going to be on my Instagram and I'll have it on my website as well mm. which is lovely um, next we're going to move to some baked goods my okay. absolutely one of my favourites is a galette so what you have in front of you is a galette it's this a French tart okay. pop out a slice of that there alright um, and I have some custard as well to go with it so it's puff pastry you basically bake it in the oven Okay. and what I have done is when you make that simple syrup you basically boil up your rhubarb with the water right Mm -hmm. strain it out and you pour it in the liquid into a sterilised bottle or jar keep it for a couple of weeks but what you've got left is this compote so it's this rhubarb compote like traditionally recipes would have told you to throw that away it is Epic. I oh, bought you yeah, another little bowl of that that you're going to have on your porridge because it is sensational on porridge. <laughs> but this, it's in the collection. You galette. know,
0: I just have sultanas in my porridge now every am, morning, I'm, Ashley. I'm
1: upgrading you. I'm upgrading you. All right. <laughs> so we've got the puff pastry. We've got the layer of the mm. rhubarb compote, fresh rhubarb, and strawberries on top glazed the outside with some egg wash and then crumbled pecans on top and baked it in the oven.
0: Oh, so that's why the strawberries look like they're kind of dried They're nearly. roast. Yeah, yeah. so oh, it's roast, roast strawberries. Okay. So
1: it's really, really lovely. And mm-hmm. it's not delicious. overly sweet, that one. And genuinely, that can be made. If you've got a sheet of puff pastry in the fridge, pre-bought, that will be made in five minutes. It'll be baked in four to five minutes. But even the pastry
0: delicious. there is delicious. Yeah. Isn't it lovely? Yeah. It's
1: really, like it's a really simple, simple one. Are my favourite. I these,
0: but I've actually eaten this whole slice here. Now, <laughs>
1: Mm. Okay next we've got the really indulgent one Okay Okay. So definitely put a little bit of custard
0: I've had a a gin cocktail and a (laughs) a Gillette and and now we're getting to the indulgent stuff
1: Um, This one is rhubarb and custard cake Okay right So we've got a Madeira cake We're baking a layer because rhubarb and custard are like the perfect combination Yeah I'm
0: going to have a little bit without the custard first Do
1: Well in the cake you've got a layer of baked custard So it's a layer of Madeira Vanilla Madeira A layer of baked custard a layer of rhubarb and then this oh. beautiful buttery crumble that's baked on top. That is so good. It's really indulgent. Baked but it custard, is, it, it, yeah. I wouldn't think of doing that at I know, at home. it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. So you're getting everything all in one and then you can have a little bit of extra custard on the side if you like. And what I love to do is bake if that like. 20 centimetre square tin. Do it almost like a tray bake so you can cut it into slices. And again, if you've made extra, that cake freezes beautifully. My sister
0: was an awful woman for loving the skin of the custard.
1: I oh. always wanted the skin Really? Yeah, yeah. I, That wouldn't be for me now
0: Yeah always wanted that There would be a fight over Who got the skin And you would like it? Um, I think I just Because she was my sister I fought with her Yeah for yeah the skin. just to get it But uh, she genuinely loved The skin of the custard Yeah
1: I uh, like in culinary terms You never want a skin On your custard So top tip If you make your own custard At home Put your cling film in And lay it Press it down flat mm. on top and um, And yeah That's that one So that is your Rhubarb and custard mm. Crumble cake It's good
0: Yeah, that's not hard to make, no?
1: Oh, so easy. Oh,
0: that's that's, so easy. That is excellent. Really really, good.
1: This is then my, this is my personal favourite. Okay. So this one is a little bit more um, healthy in terms of, I know, so this is my ancient grain um, rhubarb and orange cake. So we have used spelt as an ancient grain. It's a little bit easier maybe to digest. Comes, like it's along with wheat, so it's not like, you know, gluten free or anything. But it's a little bit easier to digest, a little bit higher in fibre, a little bit higher in protein. So we've got our spelt flour, whole wheat flour, a little bit of ground almonds, there's orange zest Mm. in there, a little bit of Madeira, which is optional. um, And then the rhubarb was folded all the way through the mixture, baked in the oven for 45 minutes. And then when it it comes out, it's glazed with honey and little pistachio or pecan nuts on top. And then it's served with an orange mascarpone cream Mm. on the side. So it's you get that little hint of orange. There's also cinnamon and ginger in that one. And you don't even know they're there, but it's just that subtle little kind of warmth of the spice, which is really nice.
0: God, the orange is delicious with it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, orange and rhubarb pairs really, really well. Mm. And in terms of savoury, you can use rhubarb savoury. You can roast rhubarb. So like just put it on a tray, mm. sprinkle with a little bit of sugar, a little bit of honey and roast it. That with roast duck breast is really really nice because they they play off each other really well so you've got that tang you've got the astringent the sourness and it cuts through the rich kind of fattiness with the duck which is lovely or another one is a rhubarb salsa so if you were doing something in the summer like barbecue spare ribs you know cook Mm. your ribs glaze them with your barbecue kind of whiskey sauce put them on the barbecue and then your salsa is rhubarb, chilli, red onion little bit of spice
0: Oh God This is all delicious And you know what strikes me as well There'll be lots of uh, people Up and in the country Listening to this Like ourselves Who've got a First Holy Communion Around the corner Yes yes And rhubarb grown in the garden I mean there's There's so many great options Ideal Here to to entertain And as always uh, You'll find uh, Some of the details of what you've listened to me eat on the radio <laughs> on Aisling's uh, Instagram uh, at Aisling Larkin, you'll find her there um, listen before you go you've got a big weekend coming up
1: yes we do we have the food festival on in in the West Waterford Food Festival so we've really really exciting weekend uh, lots of demos so I'm doing two fabulous family demos on the Saturday and then Sunday in the Town Hall at around 3pm I'm doing a beautiful from the coast to the land beautiful cummer lamb with hummus and some lovely seaweed pomegranate beautiful kind of Moroccan mezze style dish on Sunday so it's going to be an epic, epic weekend, one of the biggest we have ever had.
0: All right, if you just Google Dungarvan uh, West Waterford Food Festival, rather, uh, you'll find all the details of the different things that are happening, including the demos that Ashling is involved in. Ashling, a pleasure as always. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.